When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. John Anderson, Gophers baseball coach, is with us. We're playing a little British invasion music just for you, sir. Oh, thank you. <laughs> hey, happy birthday yesterday, right? Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday. Go the 16th, yeah. Wednesday, so, okay. I'm, uh, I'm already started on the next uh, year of service. And uh, Gophers beat Rutgers today. That's two in a row. And you have won the Big Ten regular season champion uh, championship. Congratulations. Thanks, Pat. Special group of young men. Um, they've worked extremely hard since last fall, just uh, every single day, trying to prepare and get ready for the season and then try to grind it out all the way through. So it's, uh, they never wavered from what was important, and that was uh, getting their work done every single day. I uh, we had you on uh, when you the twins play when you played the twins in Fort Myers, and you were uh, pretty optimistic about this lineup, and uh, they came through for you. No question. I think they won real constant all year long. Obviously, we've pitched very well, but we've played magnificent defense all year long. We've uh, this week. I can't count the number of plays that put circles on in my scorebook of great defensive plays that we've made and. And uh, I think that's really been the difference for us. It's uh, that defense like that that can support the pitching staff. The guys will throw it in the strike zone. We've walked the least number of people in the Big Ten. And I think that's the reason why our kids are confident that they throw it over. We'll make the plays for them on defense. And defense keeps you in the games. And we have a strong lineup. And it seems like it's somebody different every single day. Yeah, yeah, I saw a video today of that uh, DP, that uh, that double play that Coffee made to get you out of that jam in that one inning, and it it looks like a fairly routine play, but it, when you make it that smoothly, uh, when you get two outs, that really makes a difference, and you guys turn some double plays. We surely have. Uh, we're strong up the middle. Um, you know, I told you that. It can't be a championship team unless you're strong up the middle. Since we moved Eli into the everyday catching position uh, before the Big Ten season um, on our spring trip and into the four hole, and uh, you know Taryn Bavra and Luke Pedersen have done a tremendous job in the middle, and Alex Boxwell just today made a couple of fabulous plays in the outfield, <laughs> running down some balls. So I've never had a championship team that didn't have a strong catcher and wasn't strong up the middle, and that's what this team has. How's McDevitt played first base since you moved him? Very well. He's adapted. We we always thought he could be a good first baseman. He worked so much at catching, didn't really practice at first base. But uh, as we saw Eli come along, and then Toby Hansen hurt his wrist, and so we had to find a uh, we had to move some players around in terms of what we had to do on defense from to fill in the right field spot. And so we decided to get Cole out there at first base and catch Eli, and 
Cole's done a fabulous job at first base. And you got to get McDevitt in the lineup because he can hit the ball over the fence once in a while. He's got some. Yeah, uh, he's got some oomph. I, I can't DH him um, because if something happens yeah. to uh, Eli, we got to flip him back in the catcher's spot. And and he caught Tuesday up at uh, St. John's, which was a big win for us. They're a top twenty program, and he caught and did a nice job back there. But. Uh, He's got a hip flexor issue. He's he's, he's got a uh, tear in his hip. He's going to have to have surgery wow. on this, this this summer. And that's that's been another reason why we had to limit his catching. Hey, uh, John, uh, the, uh, the 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 Reggie Meyer uh, pitched well for you again uh, uh, yesterday. The Fredrickson kid comes comes back. He lost his first game last weekend. Uh, he obviously came back strong today, huh? He did. Uh, he didn't lose. He didn't get the decision. Okay. He didn't yeah, pitch he was... very well, but we came back and won the game at the end. That's but, right. Uh, Excuse me. He bounced back and pitched exceptionally well. He made a mistake uh, to a left-handed hitter that uh, went the dated home run that gave up two runs on, and he threw a bunt play away that scored a run. But I thought he pitched extremely well today, kept us in the game, and went to Max Meyer, and he got a big double play for us in the eighth inning. They had first and second, nobody out, and you know, we're hanging on to a five to three lead and, and then struck out the side the ninth. <laughs> Man, that kid's uh he's been something for you. Hey, uh as a as a freshman closer, have you pitching wise, have you figured out your third starter yet? Well, we moved Jake Stevenson back in there last okay. weekend against Michigan State. He started the season as one of our starters and he pitched exceptionally well. We won three to one and he gave us five strong innings last weekend. And uh, he's he's got a sinker. He's he's ninety three to ninety five. Believe it. If he can get it in the zone, which he didn't do early in the year, but he sure got in the zone with a good changeup and breaking ball. And I was impressed. So he's our third guy. He'll go tomorrow. He'll be our third guy here down the stretch. And he's got a fresh arm because he hasn't pitched a lot. And that's another good thing about uh, moving him in there. And uh, you got the two established starters. When you get into the postseason, now if you can win that first game in the tournament and stay out of the losers bracket, you're in good shape. But uh, that's, uh, I, I suppose, that's the one thing is uh, uh, starting depth has not been a strength of yours. Yeah, I, I, but I do think we have some depth. We haven't okay. been able to pitch them much lately yeah. because we haven't yeah. had a lot of midweek games. But I, I do think there's some depth in that staff, and uh, so I think we, we we look. I think we can we can hang in there in the tournament with the depth we have in our pitching staff. They surely have fresh arms. So it's not like we're running guys out there that's been overworked. <laughs> hey, so I do think I do think that, uh, that that'll be a plus for us as we get into tournament play. Now, how many teams do we send to the Big Ten tournament? Six or eight? Uh, eight. Oh, so you trophy, so guess, you so. you don't get uh, so you win the league and you still got to play opening day, huh? No, no buy. I don't like it. I, mm-hmm. I'd like to go back to six and and, and have a buy the first day for first and second, and then move on. Mm-hmm. But. That's just one voice. So um, yeah. the rest you got outvoted. Huh? Hey, yeah. what uh, you guys are in a lot better. Last time you won the Big Ten, ten titles, you're in a lot better shape RPI wise this year, right? We definitely are. Um, you know, it, it, you know, the problem is when you, you know, sometimes it depends on who you play, and and, and it varies so much that, that it goes out four decimal points. So the RPI can be misleading. You know, a difference in twenty spots isn't very much, but. Our latest was, uh, I think, around, uh, geez, I don't know, 18 or 15. Yep. So we're in, we're in pretty good shape. I, I think we'd like to host um, if we could. And so I think playing good tomorrow and winning is critical for thinking about doing that. And then playing strong baseball in the Big Ten tournament will help us in, in that regard. They'll make those decisions uh, next Sunday. It's different this year, Pat. They're seeding the top 16. They used to only seed the top eight. So, oh, really? Uh, 
I think if you're going to seed, you're going to have to be one of the top. If you're going to host, you have to be one of the top 16. And right now, it looks like we got a shot. Hey, uh, the the uh, and when do you start in uh, Omaha? When's it, it's, uh, Wednesday or Thursday? Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday. And uh, Wednesday Sunday. And you're playing in the big ballpark, right? The uh, College World Series ballpark. Yeah, TD Ameritrade. So you better be able to play outfield. So you can play <laughs> yeah, outfield right. defense, and you've got some ground to cover there. No question about it. So. Uh, that will that will favor our, our ball club, I think, just because we've been able to play such uh, strong outfield defense. And uh, now, now you be, you played St. John's Tuesday. Who pitched that game for you out there? Everybody. Uh, that was we, we we used a combination of guys. Um, we started Josh Culliver, freshman, pitched well. Nick Lackney came in and did a really good job, and then we pieced it together. We didn't use any of our main guys. We tried to pitch some guys we haven't pitched in a while, and got them out there. Some were a little rusty. It took them a while to settle in, but. We did find a W, so uh, we got some work out of those guys, and I think it was good to get them back out there. Uh, well, uh, it's uh, that's two and three years now, and uh, that's that's pretty good. And uh, now you go down to Omaha. No idea yet who you play in the first round, right? We'll play the eighth seed. So okay. the seed. There's a battle going on there down there between Michigan State and Maryland and uh, Nebraska. So. There's a there's a battle there, and uh, probably going to come down till tomorrow. We'll find out who's going to get that spot. And it's important to beat Rutgers just because of what we were talking about there—the RPI, right? To win again, yeah, really, even though you really won important. the title. Yeah, when you you know if you don't have a high RPI team and you lose to them, it doesn't help you. We are on the road, so it's a little bit kinder to you when you're on the road. But yeah, we'd like to win the game tomorrow, and uh, we'll get out there and. Maybe some rain coming through, but uh, hopefully we can get it in and uh, find a way to play well. Uh, congratulations, John, and uh, we'll see you back here. All right, Pat. Thank All you. All right, uh, John Anderson, go for coach. They won the Big Ten Championship today, regular season title, second in three years. They beat Rutgers 5-3. to three. Uh, Their freshman pitcher, Fredrickson, uh, wins again. I, I, he did not get the loss last week. I think he's uh, in the Big Ten then. He's 6-7-0. Uh, or seven and oh. Big, tall kid from, from uh, Washington State, Gig Harbor. And then they got the other kid, Reggie Meyer, who's a junior, and they got this closer, Max Meyer, who comes in. He's a freshman, and he strikes people out. And uh, that's a good club. I've seen him about three times now, and I, I recommend uh, you know paying some attention to him. They're pretty good. And now, Joe and Pat present Sports Talk's Person of the Day. Swing, there's a drive hit deep to center. Back goes Jones, turning, looking up. It's gone! Into the bleachers, just to the right of the bleacher bar. A high line drive, it kept sailing and sailing, and out it went a bullet, and the Red Sox lead 2 nothing. 3-2 pitch on the way, swung on, fly ball to deep right. Back is Granderson to the track. He'll take a look, and out it goes. Over the bullpen and in the seats. Chris Davis unloads number 13. J.D. Martinez hit that first home run there for the Boston Red Sox. We have... Co-winners, the rare sports. Has that ever been done before? Is this the first? I'm not sure. 
But J.D. Martinez of the Red Sox and Chris Davis, C-H-R-I-S, Davis, of the Oakland A's are our co-winners today based on guys who were basically thrown on the scrap heap Yep, who have been two of the greatest power hitters in Major League Baseball in the last several years, right? Mm-hmm. Now, the Astros get mucho credit for being geniuses, right? <laughs> Uh, and in 2013, they had J.D. Martinez for 86 games, and he uh, hit seven home runs, drove in 38 runs, and batted 250. And they said, yeah, this don't do much for us. So uh, they basically let him go. What they do with the, uh, let, me, let me find the, uh, the, uh, the deal that was made. Wasn't it a waiver transaction for J.D.? That's Chris Davis. I, I'll, I'll get it for you. You can just, find just it. Hang in there. I can now, I'm, I'm going through the I Rolodex in my mind of sports person of the day. I think the last co-winner we had was Venus and Serena Williams. It could have been. I think that that was maybe. a co-sports could person of the day. Okay. Uh, basically, they let him go. Right. Yes, they did. And uh, he went to the Tigers. And the next year, 2014... He still wasn't really uh, playing all the time with the Tigers. Uh, uh, in uh, his first year, 2014, he had 441 at-bats. He hit 23 home runs and drove in 76 runs. They said, hmm, how do we get this guy? 2015, uh, 38 home runs, 102 RBIs. Hmm. 2016... Uh, 22 home runs, 68 RBIs. He was hurt part of that year. Mm-hmm. 2017 Tigers. He was hurt quite a. Uh, they no, he wasn't hurt. He was uh, 16 and 39 in the middle of the season when they traded him to the Diamondbacks. He hit 29 with 65. So last year he had 45 home runs. Uh, one, uh, you know, half of the season in Comerica Park, which is a airport, and half the season in Chase Field which is short, but he waited a long time to get his big contract, right? Finally, the Red Sox He's signed him. He's a Boris him. guy, right? Is he a Boris guy? Boris guy. Finally, yeah. the Red Sox signed him. He's getting 23 this year. Uh, he's getting uh, about that again next year, but after 2019, he has a opt-out if he wants it. He keeps producing like this. He'll be fine. Last night, he hit his 13th home run of the season. He has been absolutely torrid lately. And as I told you, fellas, 13 home runs, 10 to center or right field. You know who Lyman he and the, and the thing that I find interesting about his career is I'll, I'll never forget him saying that Miguel Cabrera is really the one that told him, you can't pull every pitch, kid. You got to hit to all yeah. fields. And mm-hmm. it was because of the park that they play in. He said, you're not going to survive playing in this ballpark at Comerica. And, and he's what, 30, 29, 30 now? Uh, Martinez. How old is he? Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, sounds right right here. Birthday, birthday, birthday. Where the heck is he? Yeah, he's thirty. But by the way, the uh, here it is. I finally found it. March twenty second, two thousand fourteen. Released by the Houston Astros. Mm. Two days later, signed by the Detroit Tigers. July eighteenth, two thousand seventeen. Traded by the Tigers to the Diamondbacks for Sergio Alcantara. Jose King and Dawell Lugo. Uh, So 
you can't blame the Tigers for trading him because they were going nowhere. But uh, Chris Davis is another interesting story. And the team in town here tonight has got to feel a little bit bad about they're the, the ones decision that traded him, yeah. they made for Chris Davis. Uh, he was with the Brewers, uh, you know, doing okay. Uh, his last year with the Brewers, 2015, he had 27 home runs, but he only drove in 66 runs. Uh, so they, uh, he had hit 49 home runs the previous two years for the Brewers, but they traded him for, here we go. They traded him for Bubba Derby and Jacob Nottingham. You're kidding me. Bubba Derby and Jacob Nottingham, February 12, 2016. Since he got to Oakland, since he got to Oakland, Chris Davis has hit 42, 43, and he's got 13 this year. And speaking of spacious ballparks, that's not really known no, as a hitter's park not. in and, Oakland. Uh, unless you're playing there in the daytime. At night, the ball goes, boop, falls down. Chris Davis and J.D. Martinez, two of those uh, mysterious guys who have found the secret of launch angle. <laughs> now, I want to bring up something else about baseball while we're doing this. Manny brought up. C.C. Sabathia tonight, who will be going for number 240, his 240th victory. Fantastic uh, remake of himself as a junk baller after a great, you know, great slider, great fastball, blew people away. Fantastic. I said, the only guy that I can think who successfully remade himself from a hard-throwing bullet thrower Frank Tanana. That's exactly who I was going to say. Frank, Frank Tanana. Tanana. And yep. I said, but see, I said, CC obviously is won more games than him. But wait, wasn't Tanana more due to injury as it was to just time? Uh, well, it was semi. But he won 240 games. Wow. Frank Tanana. 240. Uh, he was with the Angels as a kid. His first year was, uh, he was 21 years old, 1974. Went 14 and 19. Uh, 75, uh, 16 and 9, 19 and 10, 15 and 9, 18 and 12, uh, 268 innings, 57, 288, 241, 239, 79. He ran into some arm trouble. But I remember the great Gene Mock telling me as he watched Tanana in about 78, saying, that kid's messing with his arm because he's throwing too many curveballs and change-ups. And sure. he said he's not stretching out he's going to lose that fastball the great fastball that he had he was right yeah and uh but that also i think might add something to do with it but then he went to detroit and had a long run as a junk ball and lefty and uh of course probably my favorite baseball lead i ever wrote i've told you guys this the twins were getting ready to play a three-game series against the angels might have been my first year and they had Nolan pitching game two and Tanana pitching game three. And they lost the first game to some guy. I can't remember who it was. Uh, some no, so-so sure. guy. A number four starter. Yeah, yeah, a number four starter. And my lead says the Twins, the Angels completed a, a three-game sweep of the Twins <laughs> by winning the opener on Monday night. How was that received in the clubhouse? Well, not too well when they won the next two. <laughs> won the next two and of course the first night they gave him a little abuse the second night they was ready for me 
until I walked in and said, "I knew you could do it, boys." A lot of these people, <laughs> a lot of these people were didn't have any faith. They in all you. doubted you. I uh, faith that they were throwing jocks at me and cups and everything else. But uh, yeah, I I'll still write that same lead again. Absolutely. Anyway, Frank Tanana, boy, was he good when he was a kid. You know who hit the crap out of him? Craig Cusick. Really? Mongo. Mongo always, as Danny Thompson used to say, Mongo always hit. <laughs> always hit to Nana. <laughs> he did a home run off him every time he faced him. Every game he'd faced him. He was like Rick run. Reed and, and Jim Tomey, basically. Yeah, except, right? yeah. except Mongo. Wasn't exactly Unlike a Hall of Tomey, Famer. He, he did 14 a year instead of 42. <laughs> no longer with us, right? Died young, both he and his wife. Uh, you know, he was the high school coach out at Rosemont for a long time. Okay. And, and then he got say he got cancer. His wife died, and he died about a year later. Of uh, They both got cancer. Mm. Really tragic. He was a great guy. <clears throat> Danny Thompson, who also died young of leukemia, obviously, but a great disturber. Uh, <laughs> and Wrigley, in the old Comiskey Park, they put signs up above the, on top of the roof of guys who had hit home runs that cleared the roof. Oh, cool. Yeah. Frank Howard was up there. I don't think Harmon had to Harmon might have been up there, but there was only about three of them. I remember standing there for batting practice one day, and Thompson slaps Cusick on the back, and he said, one of these years we'll come in here and it'll just say, Mongo. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was, uh, Thompson, was, that was a tragedy, man. Dying young. Calvin, showing that good streak that you like to have in your general manager, traded him when he had leukemia. That is quite something. <laughs> he right made there. the Rangers mm. wanted Blylevin, so he made him take Danny with Unbelievable. him. Unbelievable. Danny died wow. the following October. <laughs> That's what you call hard-nosed general managing right then. All right, I got a little heresy for you, John, uh, Johnny Height. Yeah. Now, the early years before the Beatles branched out their music catalog. Sure. I like the Dave Clark Five better. Well, that's, that's okay. I love okay. the Dave Clark Five. Okay. I, I didn't. I like the Beatles. That a hot take? That's, uh, that's a hot take. Yes. Kenny, you want to offer up any thoughts on the Beatles while John's sitting in here? <laughs> How about the Dave Clark Five, Kenny? You had any thoughts on that? A much better band than the Beatles. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess much I got, better. I go. We'll see you guys. <laughs> too easy, isn't here it? Here is Johnny Height with a sports update. Thank you, Patrick. This update sponsored by Indeed. Are you hiring? With Indeed, you can post a job in minutes, set up screener questions, then zero in on qualified candidates in an online dashboard. Get started at Indeed.com slash hire. In Plus, fact, Dave Clark was better looking than Paul McCartney. Oh, In fact, Dave, uh, wow. Patrick, uh, one of my favorite memories of my time here at 1500 ESPN was when I was still producing the Judd and Who Knows Who show. Yes. <laughs> and this was in the transitional period before uh, before uh, the, the previous host, Mr. Mackey, joined the show, and Spencer Tollickson was uh, filling uh, in, and he called the, uh, the Beatles overrated, and I thought yes. John Height's head was... He came into the <laughs> studio and he looked at me and went... Does he, 
Did he really say that? Mm-hmm. Well, when I think of brain power, I often think Spencer Tollicks and Kenny Olson together. So, yeah. right, wow. right there. Wow. Right this there. is the I, same Spencer who used to call Tubby coach and then turned on him like a rattlesnake, right? When, uh, I think so. You know, I don't mind you slamming me, but my goodness, that was a vicious. Oh, <laughs> Spencer can Spencer. handle it. I'm sure oh. he's heard worse. Yeah. Come on. That was another slam. Oh, Probably heard little. worse from Grimm, to be honest. <laughs> Probably. You know what? He does every uh, half hour and every day. He looks in the mirror, practices bitching about the referees. <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work, Spencer. <laughs> a beautiful night for baseball down at Target Field. The Twins opening up a three-game series against the Brewers. Kyle Gibson for the Twins. Brent Suter pitches for the... Uh, no, uh, Kyle Gibson wouldn't pitch for the Brewers. He'd no. pitch for the Twins. He's going to throw against Suter's them. Suter's a pretty good lefty. Yeah. Uh, and then they got Hader in the bullpen. Twins got yeah. no chance tonight. Zero. <laughs> that means they're going to win one run. To one. They're going to get one run. <laughs> uh, twins catching situation, uh, well, a little unsettled because of that injury to Jason Castro on the latest Scoop podcast with oh, Doogie, our, our very own Darren Wolfson, and downstairs, very own Darren Wolfson, assistant GM Rob Anthony said it's safe to say we're probably going to have to acquire somebody, whether it's for insurance or to be on the big league squad as a one or a two. He said, I would say if it's safe to say, we'll make every attempt to add a catcher. He also added multiple teams have already called the Twins to express interest in trading a catcher to Minnesota. I want the scoop, baby. (laughs) Anthony told Wolfson, we have had conversations and some clubs have reached out. Obviously, after an injury, some clubs reach out if they feel they have something they would be willing to move. We got my guy, Willens Astadio and Rochester were just fine. The guy, the guy never strikes out or walks. He's my hero. He goes out there hacking. He's out there hacking, and he's got a generous carriage, too. That's his fun. So. Maybe he's they a robust case. gentleman. Yes, perfect. Maybe they franchise case. Maybe they don't. <laughs> Maybe they don't. It's so hard to pick a Doogie soundbite when you've got so many great ones here. Minnesota United Soccer this weekend on this station. It happens Sunday. They play Sporting KC, 12.30 pre-match. Our own, our own building? Are they over here at the back? They are. That's a good question. <laughs> hmm. Tubby, I want you. <laughs> what? <laughs> One o'clock what? kickoff somewhere. Is he Sunday. talking to me? <laughs> Reavers, what's the other one where he's like, I cannot confirm that they do not want kids oh, wait, uh, That's the best No, that's one. this one. They have not come to the conclusion that they will not chase Kirk Cousins. Uh, that doesn't mean they will. What? Is that a triple negative? Oh, my God. You know what it was? Accurate. <laughs> Holy moly, that was a confusing one. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gopher softball team opens up NCAA tournament action tonight, and they will play Texas in Seattle. Uh, as you, we already know, because Patrick, you talked to John Anderson, the yes. Gopher baseball team, five to three win over Rutgers, claimed their twenty fourth Big Ten championship today. All right, I have to do it. I mean, am I asked a lot on social media, <laughs> out and about? I mean, I'm at Hy-Vee the other day. A guy asked me about the Vikings, asked me about the Wolves. Are people asking me? Nice desperate times, stopped? desperate measures. They throw me uh, on TV from time to time, so people recognize see, me. I'm, I'm, like, I'm uh, got recognized. I'm still at very upset. Yeah. Yep. The Doogie and I go to the same high view on occasion, and I've never been wrecked. See? Yeah. I'm very upset that I don't get hounded like Doogie does at high view. He just wants to get some produce, folks. <laughs> yeah. Leave him be. 
I, in fact, I was so disappointed, I started going back to Barley's all the time. The hell, <laughs> the hell with them. The hell with those high V customers. They want to worship Doogie? That's fine with me, but I'm not hanging out with them. Doogie, Doogie says, this is my house, Patrick. That's yeah, right. you get out of my house. This is my high V. <laughs> And appearing on NFL Network last night, uh, Vikings wide receiver Stephon Diggs asked about a potential payday coming his way. He'll be a free agent after the season. I said on a day-to-day basis, I don't really think about it. As far as my career goes, I take it day by day and let those things don't figure themselves out. Don't let those out. cheap SOBs talk you into taking a deal that isn't 90% guaranteed, Stephen. <laughs> yep. Don't listen to Spielman. Deep in his heart, he wants to screw you. <laughs> What? Uh, That's just like your opinion, yeah. man. <laughs> Financially. Yes. Yeah. Financially. Not romantically. He wants to rob you. Deep in there his heart, go. he'll cut your legs out from under you. The first opportunity, Stefan. They have no appreciation for you here. They'll cut your salary any second that you get, in my opinion. Are you here by circle? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he also likes Kirk Cousins, by the way. He says he's been working out with him in Atlanta. He says he's a great guy, a likable guy. I like running routes for him. A guy you like to be around. He's got some great energy. All right. Thank you, Johnny. You, you had bet. a hell of a week despite what some other people have said. <laughs> Bastards. Hello, citizens, and welcome to Drive Time. Now on the ride with Royce. Welcome to the traffic report. Traffic and weather. Traffic and weather. I'll be back with a forecast after this. Traffic and weather together. Let me back up to the pay window here. I, I mean, let me tell you about some closures coming up. This one sponsored by KFC. 94 shut down tonight through early Monday morning between 394 and 35W. That means Hennepin Lindale also closing for the weekend between Dunwoody and Oak Grove. But the big one, the big, big, big one comes tonight. The northbound 35W ramp to westbound 94 in downtown Minneapolis. It shuts down tonight. Will not reopen until sometime in 2021. What? Get the new crispy kernel sandwich from KFC. The new KFC crispy kernel $5 fill-up with wedges, cookie, and a drink. This offer is not everywhere and not forever. Prices may vary. Tax and substitutions are extra. It's 83 degrees. The Ride with Royce now continues. First of all, 69, offense. He was giving them the business. It's time for Late Hits. Jackson, look out! Makes a cut. Why not spin in for another touchdown? Unbelievable. He has seized this national stage and made a strong early, early Heisman statement. Manny, should we be worried that Lamar Jackson is hanging out with a little Uzi Vert? Uh, is, that, is it pronounced properly, yes. by the way? Yeah, yeah, I thought it fine. was Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah. I thought it was a gal, but it turns out it's a guy. Yes. Yes. He's, he's, he's a rapper. Yeah, he's based out of Philadelphia. Okay. Um, he's collaborated with like Migos and other artists. And oh, everything. Migos is one of my favorites. But uh, <laughs> you're, such, <laughs> such, a you're liar. such a liar. The only thing that makes <laughs> me uh, the only thing that makes me uh, afraid is his wiki page. He doesn't have a shirt on. Uh oh. 
Uh, nah, the mayor would not be happy. The mayor would not be happy uh, about him not having a shirt on. But he's not going to get Lamar and Calvin Ridley in trouble. Is I he a good guy? So. Uh, yeah, he's he's fine. Okay. Yeah, not, he think, hasn't I had a lot of uh, difficulties. He's, in his he's life. pretty harmless. But okay. uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I think it should be fine. Uzi collaborated with the rap group Migos in October mm-hmm. 16, 2016 on Bad and Bougie. You got it. Bad you know, bougie. Okay, Bad new bit idea on the show. What's you bougie? Said it? Royce recites rap artists and you know <laughs> names of songs correctly. What's bougie mean? Uh, it just means you're kind of getting a date. Or, no, you know, it it means that seeking you're seeking companionship. You're, it means it, <laughs> it's kind of a way of saying you're you're not as pro, uh, no, not prominent. You're not as um. Maybe as you attractive as you portray yourself oh, to be. Oh, okay. So okay. you're a little more so uppity you're, uh, and a little bit more, but you're not. Your self-esteem is a little over the top. Is yeah. That, yeah. You're, you're not quite as And you're not really being or, true to yourself. Yeah. Okay. And yeah wait that's, a minute. That's okay. a kind way Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Do you know what that means? Mm-hmm. Do you know what that means, Pat? Who fits that description? To grow, you must fail. That's right. And in fact, I think Very the, next, bougie. the next time I tweet about him is, I think this guy is really bougie. <laughs> I eat difficult conversations for breakfast. Be, you always learn something. That's why we have a We teach we, about sports. We got Manny on the show. <laughs> oh, Lord. He might think he's bad, but he's really bougie. <laughs> bougie. All right. I hear bougie Fleck is going to. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Phil bougie Fleck. Oh, How my God. Yeah. Hey, you know what's really going to bring down the house at the royal wedding? The tiara that uh, Megan is wearing tomorrow yeah. comes from the collection of Diana. Why is that going to bring uh, the house down? Well, it's her late. Oh, oh, I, I misunderstood. Yeah. Oh, God, yeah. That'll be a big time. Uh, yeah. Oh, they'll talk about this and how she picked out just the right one out of the tiara collection. I guess when you're the Princess of Wales, as Diana was, you got a collection of tiaras. Mm-hmm. You can't be wearing the same one no. every time you go out. No, no, no. And when you're the princess... Now, she's not going to be a princess, Megan. But, for instance, when Diana went out, how often did she have to wear the tiara just for formal Would it be for, yeah, I was going to say it would be for special occasions, you would think. Like when she was horse riding or something. She didn't have to wear it. No, okay. Well, anyway, a royal wedding tomorrow, uh, 6 o'clock kickoff, but you want to get up early. Uh, What I've been informed by Julia down the hall, or no, Lori down the hall, who is on top of this, the queen shows up at 5.58. She gets out of the vehicle, and then Megan shows up right after that. Okay. So the queen and then Megan are the last two to arrive, and uh, and then we go from there. I, I bet it's not a – I heard Judd and Phil talking today about how they like quick weddings. I got a hunch this isn't a quick No, wedding. this one's going to be an all-day kind of a deal. Hey, uh, did you see the parents got another uh, longtime veteran coach, uh, Shakopee basketball coach Bruce uh, Kugath? Why? He's been there forever, since 1993. Uh, all he told uh, the, uh, the Shakopee newspaper down there was, the only comment I will make is that I was informed that there will be a new coach next year. It uh, doesn't tell uh, this the uh, Shakopee won the state championship in the boys' sport in 2005. They won a Class 3A title 
in uh, 2005. They were 14 and 13 last year. He was inducted in the Minnesota High School Coaches Association Hall of Fame in 2017. But uh, must add the parents upset. You know, and Pat, I, I'm not. I don't know a lot about this specific situation, but I do know a lot of guys that are coaches in high schools in various forms around the state. They all want parents to suicide. Parents, <laughs> if you don't want to coach, shut up yeah. and that let the coach do his in, job. In my ain't years, happening. in my years of covering high school sports, honest yeah, I to saw God, a lot of that. Stuff. There are so many. I, I'm with you, Manny. There are so many really good men and women that are out there that could coach. And are just saying to hell with it. I don't want to deal with the parents. Nope. And it's too and bad. you cannot say, I'm not talking to you. By the way, next week, Monday or Tuesday, there was a coach at LSU named Skip Bertman at LSU baseball. He won five mm-hmm. national titles. Remind me to go through the litany of the quotes of the stuff he used to say to his players. Oh, God. It's uh, fantastic. Like, he'd go out to the mound and say, you're a disgrace to baseball. You're ruining the game. He'd go out there and say, I'm not blaming you. It's me. I don't know why the hell I recruited you. <laughs> not I your fault, the, Tommy. I not your fault. Guy, I was clicking last night, and the game was on ESPN or something, their LSU game. Yep. And they started telling Skip Bertman stories. Oh, my God. That kind of reminds funny. me of the, the TK, yeah. Marty Cordova. Not yeah, your fault, not, Tommy. Not your fault. Not your fault. Not well, Hathaway <laughs> was the world's champion. He'd rub up their arm when he was like the equipment manager slash trainer and say, see you in the second inning, big fella. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, uh, you guys are going to take care of the Friday Fun Fest feel-good thought for the week. I'm heading to the ball yard, which is my feel-good thought for the week. Wrapping up a Friday afternoon here on the ride with Royce Manny Hill. My uh, feel-good thought for the week. I can't believe it's a week from tomorrow. But one of my favorite events of the year, the Town Ball Classic, will be taking place. We will air all three games on this radio station. Starting early, we're going to start them at 10 o'clock. Lake Henry's going to take on Kimberly, a rematch of last year's Class C championship game. Game number two in Class B, the Meesville Mudhens will take on the Victoria Vicks. And in Class A, it's going to be kind of a cool change this year. We're going to do an all-star game. All of the best of the best in Class A will take on each other. Tickets are just 10 bucks. Good for all three games. You've attended a couple of these, too. Yes, I have. It's a lot of fun. It's a great way to support town baseball. And even this weekend, the weather's going to be great. Go find a town baseball game. Uh, the Lakers are taking on Shakopee on Sunday. There you go. we got to find a win. We, we're, uh, we're, we haven't won yet this year, man. we got a problem. That What's first your... base coach needs to get it in gear. God, he Thanks. sucks. <laughs> What's your feel-good thought for the week, sir? Uh, my feel-good thought for the week is the Rockets actually won a game the other night and made this a series with Golden State because after Golden State went into Houston and won that first game, everybody was kind of thinking, oh boy, this is going to be Including like... Including me, five, remember? Yeah. <laughs> and me too. I was thinking this is not going to be uh, be very compelling, but Rockets came out game two and uh, even things up, and now I think there's a little bit more intrigue to see if maybe they can pull it off. I still like Golden State, but... I'm I'm glad at least the Rockets made this thing, you know, rather interesting. So I, I know this is a common gripe that we hear every time this year, and you and I were talking about this off the air. Why do we have to wait till Saturday? They haven't played a game since I don't know. Wednesday. I think it's just the way they scheduled it. They scheduled they wanted these games on Saturday and Sunday. The East and the West. I I don't know why they did it that way, but and I know it's, it's all it's, geared for TV. I get all sure. that, but you're you know you're losing momentum. Yeah, you know what I yeah, mean. It's, it's weird. really weird. They always add that extra day for for traveling, but 
three days in between games is ridiculous. All right, my man. Uh, have a good weekend. You too. And uh, if you missed any portion of this fabulous program, you can always check out the podcast and find it online at 1500ESPN.com. Also available on Podcast One. The big fellow will be back with us again next Monday. Until then, have a good weekend.